Alrighty, what is going on, my friends? Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is going to be an interesting one because I had some things that I wanted to talk about uh, just to update you guys on like I've got a new song called Greedy that I'm setting the release date for. Um, I haven't decided on the date. It's going to be out. Uh, what is today? The fourth. It's going to be out, you know, relatively soon, like the third week of November. But for those of you who subscribe to my YouTube channel, you can go and check that out uh, on my YouTube right now. I just posted it yesterday. It's called Greedy. You just scroll down to my YouTube channel and go to playlist and you can find that song. I've been getting really good feedback on it so far. So if you have checked it out, I appreciate you a lot. But I digress. We are going to be doing this probably in one long, quick segment because, uh, you know, I do have multiple topics I want to talk about. But today is such a fucking crazy day that I just feel like it has to be addressed. And we talked, if you guys listened to the last episode or two, we talked a little bit of election stuff because at this point in our country, it's kind of hard not to bring it up. It's like the big elephant in the room. And uh, y'all know this is not the hill I want to die on politics and stuff like that. Um, I think it's a crazy, chaotic game that, you know, neither side is truly legitimate in many ways. And so that's kind of my stance on it. But I wanted to talk about the election today because we are coming down to this crazy wire. So I'm sure y'all have been keeping up with it like I have. But last night when I went to bed, which was, let's see, probably around 1130 or so at night. I was watching the Joe Rogan's podcast. They were doing the, um, you know, election special. So they had like an election expert on and uh, they were watching the results come in. When I went to bed, I ended up waking up at like, let's see, it's probably three or four in the morning. I woke up and our new kitty Clancy was cuddling with me. Anybody was clawing my side and it woke me up. Right. And I was like, you know what? I'm so curious. I'm going to check. I'm going to check Twitter and see what's going on with the election. But when I went to bed, it seemed, uh, you know, like it was leaning in Trump's favor, but it was still very, very neck and neck. When I woke up around 345 or so in the morning and I checked Twitter, it seemed in from what I had read that it was pretty dominantly Trump. I mean, it was even so to the point where it said Ohio was Trump, Texas was Trump, Florida was Trump, and uh, that those were like some of the key states. I think he only needed what they say Pennsylvania was the only other state. Um, and by the way, I'm commentating on this like it's a drama reality TV show, okay? I'm not the dude who's going to die on the hill of politics. I'm just not. But I am talking about this more so in the sense of like this is a fucking crazy uh, – it's just a crazy situation we're in, our country. And so that's why I'm talking about it. But uh, long story short, you see on on Twitter, Trump posted this 10-minute long – it's almost like an, uh, like an Oscar accepted speech. It was already like thank you. It was like his whole delivery was done. It was like the thing was over. And mind you, this was like four in the morning and it did seem like he was dominantly winning in a lot of those states. Like I said, Ohio, Texas, Florida. And he was, I believe he was 700,000 votes up in Pennsylvania uh, as of like four o'clock in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. So to me, that was a wrap. I was like, wow, he won. Like it's a wrap, 100%. I mean, there's just no way for Biden to come back. We wake up this morning and it's a complete different story. And now it seems as if it's coming down to Michigan because as of this podcast, I'm recording this right now. I don't know the time. I think it's like maybe 10 in the morning, maybe even a little earlier. But as of right now, 94% of the ballots are accounted for in Michigan, right? 
And mind you, I don't know shit about the Electoral College. Uh, I'm just basing this off of what I've been looking at. But it seems as if Michigan is 94% accounted for, uh, tallied up on their votes. And Biden had, just within 20 minutes ago, he had a 22,000 vote lead. And supposedly, uh, someone may correct me on this, but what I heard is that the mail-in votes are counted last in Michigan. You know, it's a state-by-state thing. And Michigan's votes are counted last last for mail-in and so obviously you know they've been saying the trend seems to be that the mail-in voting is leaning towards uh biden biden supporters so where it gets weird is where like i said 94 percent accounted for and trump was heavily in the lead in michigan last night i believe or i don't know about heavily but he was in the lead wake up this morning and he's now twenty thousand behind but that's 20 minutes ago as I turn this podcast on, he's now only 9,000 behind in Michigan. But from what I've heard and from my understanding, if he loses Michigan, he 100% loses the election. It doesn't matter what other states stay red. It doesn't matter if he loses Michigan. We thought it was coming down to only Pennsylvania. I guess that's not entirely true. Um, the lead for Trump in Pennsylvania is pretty significant if it is that 700,000 number. But I think they have some odd over maybe even close to a million votes to still count. So who freaking knows? But I'm just curious about what's going to happen in Michigan because it's so neck and neck. It's now at 9,000 votes. Uh, 9,000 votes is how close they are you know, for Michigan. And if, like I said, if Trump loses Michigan, uh, it's a done deal and Biden won the election. And if Trump wins Michigan, it's still up in the air because he has to, I believe, win Pennsylvania, uh, which I think he is right now. So what the fucking hell is going on in this country? I don't even know what to say about it. I just felt like I had to address it because it's like, I don't know. I don't know. This shit is just so, so wild. And like I said, I got some other things to talk about, but this was the one I wanted to start with because it is changing moment by moment. And there's many elections where you're able to go about your normal life, you know, and things change and policies change and, you know, people are disgruntled if their candidate doesn't win. This one's on a whole nother level. This shit is on crack, you know, and it's weird because I'm wondering, I didn't, first of all, let me just say how I felt my prediction. This isn't saying what I wanted. This is just saying what I predicted to be happening. I thought Trump was going to win in a pretty dominant fashion. That was just my prediction. Um, I was very surprised waking up and seeing Biden now turning the tables and Biden winning. I, I really didn't see that reality happening. And now I'm trying to picture, and maybe y'all can picture and help me with this. What happens if Trump legitimately loses? You know, we hear all the time that if he did lose, it's because it could be rigged. It could be because, you know, the mail-in votings aren't counted accurately. I don't know what to believe, but this is just what I read. And it's interesting because never did I think if Trump legitimately lost, I never really imagined how he's going to handle that, right? I mean, I'm not saying the dude's evil. I'm not saying nothing like that. I'm purely just talking about, you know, he's a pride, you know, prideful businessman. I think everyone would say that, you know, Trump supporter or not. He's a prideful businessman. And I don't see him accepting... A fair loss. I could be wrong about that. That's just off the off the top of my head. I'm just kind of like thinking, like, man, he was giving his acceptance speech, uh, freaking like his Oscar speech, three o'clock in the morning, and so I thought it was a wrap. And he was always saying, "Thank you, this, thank you for voting me, all, voting for me, all that." And now here we are, and now we are facing a reality where he very well might lose this thing 
legitimately. And if he loses it legitimately, what's that going to be like? Is he just going to concede? Is he just going to say fair is fair? You know, the people spoke for what they wanted. I disagree for the direction of it, but I must respect that for the integrity of democracy. Or is he going to play, you know, the card of which they've been talking about? You know, the mail-in voting is rigged or they're not counting them accurately or they're hiding people from being able to count them. I saw some article right before I jumped on here. don't know the legitimacy of it, but I saw an article right when I jumped on here that said um, 130,000 Michigan votes were cast uh, for Biden overnight at like 3 o'clock in the morning. It was 100% Biden and 0% Trump. I don't know if that's true or not, but, but that's what I read. And so I think we're in this weird fucking gray area where no matter who wins, there's going to be claims of illegitimate things on either side and that leaves us at this weird fucking stalemate right this weird stalemate where we don't know what's going to happen because they got to litigate this in court but then where how far does it go up in the court and then i know the supreme court just got that new nominee or that new candidate and so this shit is just mayhem and it's coming down to the wire i honestly should have turned on my tv before i jumped on here so that i could be watching the results live but i don't care that fucking much uh, i'm not like like i said i'm not the die hard dude on this i'm just it's like watching the last season of your favorite tv show that's what it's like and so I was going to work today, but I woke up and I was just like, man, I'm just going to record the podcast because I just, I'm so curious about what's happening and I can't stop checking it. Like it's like a damn TV reality show, man. I don't know what's going to happen. I know there's real things that on at stake. So I'm not undermining people who are taking this very seriously and understand the policies behind it and the lives are going to get affected on either side. I'm not making fun of that or disparaging that. I'm simply trying to find a more lighthearted aspect to look at it for the sake of being able to record a podcast because i'm not a like I'm, I'm not i don't i have beliefs on both sides both the left and the right and i'm not willing to die on a hill and say i'm on this team or that team because i'm truly not on a team i have very individual beliefs that i don't feel are represented truly in uh you know the republican side or the democratic side so that's why i feel like i have the freedom to be able to jump up on here and just kind of narrate what's happening without you know you know, I don't got a Trumpy hat on. I don't got a Biden hat on. I'm just a dude, and I'm just observing what's going on. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's false. I'm not an expert. Uh, I'm just a curious dude at this point watching this. So as of right freaking now, uh, Biden is in the lead in Michigan. Um, and as I said, if Trump loses Michigan, he loses the whole thing, and Biden is only 9,000 votes in. So I guess I will make this one point. When you hear, and I've actually been guilty of this myself, when you hear like my vote doesn't count and I'll oh, come on, like those votes aren't really going to matter. You know, I'm only one person. There's millions of people voting. Even if I got my whole family to vote this way or this way or to not vote at all, it's not going to affect the grand scheme thing. That does seem true, doesn't it? As an individual, it does seem true. But imagine these people in Michigan, the entire future of the country. There's two alternate realities, good or bad. I'm not comment. I'm not commentating on that. You know, make of that what you will. Um, but there's a reality where Trump stays president and we veer this way. And there's a reality where Biden uh, becomes president. We veer that way. Both those realities hang in the balance of Michigan right now. And not only just Michigan, but a certain few counties. I think it was like three or four counties in Michigan. How fucking interesting is that? And my brain never processed the election like that, that it could come down to certain counties uh, to such a degree. 9,000 votes is nothing. I mean... 9,000 votes is fucking nothing on the grand scale. And so that opened up my eyes to politics in a way that I never 
thought about. And obviously, you guys know they said this was like the biggest voter turnout of all time or whatever. But I don't know. I guess you can't say my vote doesn't count anymore, even if you're one freaking person, because look what's happening in Michigan. Those people are literally deciding the, the, which reality we're taking. Are we taking this left reality or right reality? Which one is better or worse? We shall find out in hindsight. But for now, Michigan, what are you going to do? I know I just said I was going to record this in one long segment because I just want to talk about the election, but it's not true. I feel like I just said everything I needed to say about the damn election. Now I want to talk about the Halloween party I went to. My buddy Danny had a really cool Halloween party. They went all out. I was impressed because sometimes you get invited to Halloween parties and they're very like mm, lackadaisical. They're not put together very well, right? And that's still fine. I've been to plenty of ones in like Clifton. If you guys live in Cincinnati, you all know the Clifton parties. I've been to plenty of ones like that. And, you know, everyone dresses up and it's still a good time. Uh, but I got to give props to my boy Danny. They went all out, not only on the costumes, but the decorations. And there was a bonfire going and beer pong and all kinds of food and stuff. So just to update you all on what I was doing, because I know I was bitching on last week's episode that I did nothing essentially for Halloween. I didn't go to no pumpkin patch. Didn't carve no pumpkin, didn't do no corn maze, didn't go to no haunted houses. A lot of the things I wanted to do felt as if COVID ruined them. And I know that to some degree you could still go to some of those events. But like for me, I loved, uh, what's it called at Kings Island? Halloween Haunt. I loved Halloween Haunt with the 10 foot tall monsters walking around. I freaking love that. And that didn't happen. So I don't know. Obviously COVID didn't ruin the opportunity to do corn mazes and stuff like that. I'm not saying that. But I guess it took me out of the vibe, out of the desire to really do the Halloween shit. Normally, I'm all about Halloween. It's one of my favorite. Holiday is not the word. I don't think it deserves the term holiday. It's just people dressing up again candy. It doesn't deserve holiday, but it's a fun little time, and it's a cool season, and y'all know how much I hate winter. So it's kind of like the last hoorah for me of like we can enjoy this before you know it turns into uh, Armageddon for five months in Ohio, and you don't see the sun, and you got to stay inside your house and hibernate like a damn bear. So I was disappointed for that, and I decided to go be a little social butterfly, go to this party, and I had a blast. So I just want to let you guys know that, and feel free in the comments to let me know what you guys did for Halloween. I'm curious. Did COVID ruin it? Did it not ruin it? Um, COVID made my Halloween costume because I ended up just showing up with Tyler's uh, glow-up mask. So I showed up wearing nothing at all, no costume. People had face paint on. They went all out. Uh, Our buddy Logan was the freshest dude. So, like, everyone was all out, and then I showed up with just a fucking, like, literal mask but it you know had a battery pack in it so you change the color and it lights up red or uh you know freaks out epileptic people because it flashes strobe colors it was a weird weird little thing but that was my costume so i didn't go all uh all in on the costume but i saved it at the end of the day that was friday what was halloween on a saturday and i went on to that party friday so that's the only freaking thing i did for halloween uh and i'm i guess ready for thanksgiving I guess. Damn it. I just need to make it known that we are partly an MMA podcast. We, we are. You know, I haven't been able to face the truth, you guys. I know I get on here and pretty much every week I have something to say about the UFC, but I always get this caveat of I know it's not a UFC podcast. And it still is not a UFC podcast. But there's going to be some fucking UFC talk. What can I say? It's a constant sport that never ends. Uh, you know, football, baseball has seasons. Uh, MMA is year freaking round, so you're gonna hear this shit from me. Please just get used to it, or I guess check out other podcasts. But you know, 
there's going to be some UFC talk. I just got to I got to lay it out there and I hope you guys dig it. If not, I respect that as well. But uh there's going to be UFC talk. It's not a UFC podcast, but it does have UFC talk pretty consistently. And I'm just going to cover very briefly the Anderson Silva fight uh that just happened last weekend. He fought Uriah Hall, um who in some respects is similar style to him, maybe different, but similar. And uh, this was Anderson Silva's retirement fight, quote, unquote, retirement fight, because if he won, he was probably going to go again. He did not win, and for those of you who did not watch it, he got TKO'd, and I believe, maybe I should have checked this before I jumped on here, it was the second or third round, maybe third round, he got TKO'd, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to say third round, but he definitely got TKO'd, and it was it was really sad and embarrassing, because like, he, you know, he, when he gets knocked out, he's grabbing onto the ref's leg, like holding on for dear life. He thinks that the ref is, you know, uh, Uriah Hall. Yeah, altogether it was very bad, but a very bad taste in my mouth. And uh, I wanted to hop on here and talk about it because Anderson Silva is a legend of the sport. Many of you who don't even watch UFC uh, know who Anderson Silva is. And it's weird because when you're that big of a legend in the sport and people respect you to that degree, they don't want to tell you to hang it up. And Dana White... Um, gave him this fight under the you know under the pretense that this would be his last fight and when he gave his post fight interview not Anderson but Dana um you know he sits down with the media after mostly every fight and you know just breaks down the card and says his feelings on it shit like that and he gave his take on Anderson Silva and there's something something bothering me on my mouth uh he went and you know was talking about Anderson Silva and he said he regrets giving him the fight and I thought that was weird because Dana White doesn't really seem like the one to backtrack very much. And even if he did do it pri- privately, doesn't really seem like the guy that likes to admit most of his mistakes in public, you know, uh, for better or for worse. And he said that he regretted uh, greatly giving Anderson over that fight and that he's 100% going to be done. He would never give him another fight. And uh, that's that. And I found it interesting because when you have that kind of respect in the sport, when you're one of the legends, no one wants to tell you to hang it up. They want to keep giving you that last one and that last one. And uh, Chael Sonnen, who many of you know, fought Anderson Silva uh, twice back in the day, gave a really interesting opinion. He said pretty much everybody in the sport, regardless of how big of a legend you are, you're going to go out on your back. Meaning you're going to end up getting fucked up in your last fight. That's just kind of the, the it seems like the MMA gods like make you pay tribute through, through that. Like very few people, I mean really just Khabib has gotten through this shit unscathed. But you know, George St. Pierre had a great retirement. Came out of the blue, beat Michael Bisping for the belt. Uh, and then, you know, re-retired. But for the majority of these legends, they go out fucked up. That's just the way it even happened with Chael Sonnen. He got fucked up by, uh, what, Leota Machida was maybe his last fight? Yeah, it was. He got fucked up. And it just seems like that's the way it goes for most people. And it was true for our boy Anderson, and I felt for him. It was strange because uh, Israel Adesanya, who you guys know is the current 185-pound champion, was in the crowd. Michael Bisping is commentating the fight, who also beat Anderson Silva. So... Imagine you're trying to get in the zone to win a fight and you're trying to mentally prepare yourself for that and the dude commentating it beat you. That one of the dudes, I mean there's no crowd in this event, so there's very limited like UFC crew watching the fight in person. Israel Adesanya is watching, he beat you recently. Daniel Cormier who gives like I don't think he was on the I don't yeah, I don't think he was on the broadcast, but you know, he was giving his opinion on ESPN and he was the one leading up to the fight giving a lot of like 
you know, context to the fight and, you know, building it up, he beat Anderson Silva. So imagine poor Anderson being 46 fucking years old or whatever, how old he is, trying to get hyped up for a fight and everybody around you has already beat your ass. Like, it's, that's a difficult thing to go into. Um, I don't give uh, mad props to Uriah Hall. Um, hope he doesn't watch this, get mad at me, but I don't give him mad props for that fight. It felt like, like I said, it gave me a bad taste in my mouth. He did win fair and square. I mean, he TKO'd him. That's final. There's no disputing that. It's not a decision where you could say maybe it went, you know, the other way. It's not what happened. Very final and resolute. But it left a bad taste in my mouth because I felt as if Uriah Hall caught Anderson Silva at the very end of his career. Well, he literally did. But it just felt as if he found a wounded, tired Anderson Silva and then just finished off the job that Father Time had already started. And now he gets to put Anderson Silva down on his resume on the list of legends he's beat. I didn't love that. I would have loved to see that fight maybe three or four years ago. That's when that fight should have happened. To see it now uh, bummed me out. And uh, I I don't know. It just bummed me out because it's, it's fair and square. He won fair and square. But I think Adesanya was the last one to be able to beat Anderson and it count as a real legitimate Anderson Silva win. That's my opinion. Uh, I may get some hate for that, but that's how I feel. Uh, Israel Adesanya was the last person to beat Anderson Silva. Um, and it go down in my book as a legitimate legend beating fight. You know, After that, I think what there was a leg injury with Jared Cannonier, And then here you got the retirement fight. It's just sad, man. He went out. He went out. Uh, you know, not in a beautiful way. And it seems that is a trend in the UFC. And I don't know why. Khabib had the right idea. You know, you win and you're riding the wave. Get the fuck out. Like Henry Cejudo, get out. What are you doing? Why are you sticking around in a place where everyone trains 24-7, eats cabbage all day and protein shakes, and all they do is think about beating the shit out of you? One of them is going to get you, dude. One of them is going to catch your lucky number. You know, they're going to get you. And that's the story that played out yet again. So Chael was right. But UFC card, decent. Um, I'd have to check what's coming up. I don't know if there's any great cards coming. It's been a little dull in the MMA world, but Anderson Silva, happy retirement. All right, beautiful people. Well, I think I'm going to get back to watching this mayhem ensue. I hope I don't have a prediction for it because I don't want to be dismal, but I think things might get very crazy and I hope it's not the case. I really hope it's not the case, but I feel like the universe is pulling some weird shit up, and I just feel like, I'm not saying it's destiny for this to happen to America, but it feels some, It feels bigger than us, and what I mean by that is obviously the election is bigger than you and me, but I feel like it's bigger than even just America, and I feel like it's bigger than the election process. I just feel like there's something going on. I don't know what it is. can't put my finger on it. Maybe it's just because 2020 is so whack, and you know it started off with uh, that almost war with whatever, Iran, and then it turned into COVID, and then it turned into... Um, you know, all the civil unrest in the summer and now it's, you know, escalating to election stuff. So obviously that could be tainting my prediction and my feeling and I'm 100% open to admitting that, but I still feel it. And so I'm not giving a specific prediction and I did give you a prediction on the winner earlier saying Trump because I really did think he was going to win. Uh, doesn't seem like that's going to happen now. My prediction though, my vague prediction is chaos and i hope it's not chaos chaos like civil war you hear talking about i don't think it's going to be like that occam's razor where they say the most boring thing is usually the answer 
So I think it's just going to be some civil unrest in mass cities. But if you live in a city, it's not a bad idea to maybe not be wandering around um, all the time. And if you are going to go to the protest, there's nothing wrong with going to a protest. But be wise. I see some of these people go to these protests and they're just yelling obscene things and they're not expecting to get their ass beat. It's like, what are you thinking? It's like I saw a video yesterday, uh, or I'm sorry, this morning of this dude yelling white lives matter and all this shit at this crowd of BLM protesters in Washington. It's like, dude, what do you fucking think is going to happen? If you want to go around spewing that shit, like you're you're even extra stupid that you're going to these places and trying to get in these engagements. Like, I don't think anyone has ever convinced each other of their unopposing view uh, at a protest where it's getting violent. You know, these guys, he got hit in the head with, I think, a baseball bat. And just like, what are you, and he's by himself. It's like, what are you thinking, man? It's bringing out some crazies, dude. Like, not only with some crazy viewpoints, but they're willing to like, like I said, you know, quote unquote, they're willing to die on that hill. They're willing to just go out there and yell and scream and get clobbered in the head with a baseball bat. So if you are protesting, you know, that is your First Amendment right. But just be careful, you know, think about yourself and your friends and be wise. But let's just hope, fingers crossed, um, regardless of the winner, that we're going to be okay and that this is just a big drama TV show and that when it settles down, we'll go back to normal life and policies will change and hopefully things will get better. Um, But my prediction is a little bit of chaos before that. So that's my prediction. But I hope you guys are doing well other than the mayhem that's ensuing. Um, It's a beautiful day. Yesterday was beautiful as well. It's nice that we're getting a little bit of sunlight for the few weeks of Western civilization. (laughs) I'm just playing, but at least it's sunny and nice. So get out, enjoy the day. Uh, go check out my new song, Greedy, on my YouTube channel. Please hit subscribe if you watch the podcast. Hit subscribe on iTunes. That helps me out. On Spotify, hit follow. Um, all my social media is Austin Michael Music. My Twitch, my Instagram, uh, my TikTok, where I do my gaming videos. Everything's Austin Michael Music. You guys, uh, that's the quickest way and obviously free way to support me. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And we will be doing another episode here. What's today? Tuesday. It's Tuesday or Wednesday. We'll do an episode maybe this coming up weekend and maybe cover what happened in the election because right now we got no fucking clue. It's neck and neck, and we are basically uh, basically undecided as a country who's going to win this thing. So I hope you all have a good rest of your week, and I will see you on another episode shortly. Take care.